0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to this Locked On crossover edition of Locked On Angels and Locked On Anaheim Ducks with Taylor Blake Ward and Jason J.D. Hernandez. This is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, now brought to you by Built Bar. Jason, what's up, man? We haven't talked in uh, like a week on the show. (laughs) (laughs) Sounding
1: a little different, aren't
0: we? A little bit, yeah. I mean, it's nice to be able to do this crossover episode. We are going to talk Anaheim Ducks. We're going to talk about Los Angeles Angels. And we're gonna talk a little bit about COVID nineteen, just real, real briefly. Um, one thing with what's going on in baseball, I wanted a total change. I wanted a total change of what happened yesterday with yesterday's show. I was so agitated when it came to baseball at the end of the show. I was like, "Screw it, we're done. I'm, I'm over it. I'm not going any further on this." You know so what? You know what's so it. sad
1: about that is you were so cheerful last week on not only your show but you were cheerful on locked on mariners when you were on with our buddy dc lumber yeah. because well, we we're when,
0: talking draft
1: yeah you were talking draft and you also kind of called me out a little bit
0: <laughs> oh because i would have i, I would have curb stomped you is the actual term that i used yes you when did I came to, trivia man come on you should have done better than I what should,
1: you did. oh i should have done oh i'm pissed at myself for not getting a hockey mask i was pissed
0: Ah uh, yeah, uh, but there you was know, l-
1: <laughs> but you know what? A win is a win. I will take the W any way I
0: can. Fair enough, man. At uh, least I knew remind- Dwayne Ward. Yes, Dwayne Ward, the man. Let's remind the kind folks listening in how they can uh, follow us on Twitter. If you're listening for Lockdown Angels, you can follow us at Lockdown Angels. You can follow me personally at Taylor Blake Ward. And for Anaheim Ducks, Lockdown Anaheim Ducks, Jason. You
1: can follow me at LO underscore Ducks or follow me personally at Stimpy JD. For those of you that love Ren and Stimpy back then, I mean, we (laughs) could talk about obscure cartoons if we wanted to because we haven't done that before.
0: But you, this, you cut into my intro, man. I was going to explain that what we're talking about today instead of COVID-19 is obscure hockey players and obscure baseball players, Yeah, like guys that, guys that really just threw us off, guys that we really liked. So uh, another quick reminder that uh, if you want to download today's show or any of the episodes on Lockdown Podcast Network, you can do so via Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. Jason, what do you listen to shows on when it comes to podcasting? Google Podcasts. I'm an Apple Podcast guy, but if you have any form of a podcasting outlet that you use to listen to shows, you can find us there. Both Locked On Angels and Locked On Anaheim Ducks. Jason, here, and we're going to do a three segment show. And um, what we're going to do here is in the first segment talk about obscure hockey players that we really liked. I've got one guy that came to mind. I've actually got two guys that just popped into my head. Um, Jason, why don't you start with one, and I'm going to go into the second one.
1: Well, I've I've got a few a few names here as far as hockey goes. And one of my favorite players that kind of gets overlooked and he was my favorite because he has my same name was playing for the ducks in that Oh, three season. He did not play very long in the league, but Jason Krug, Krug,
0: I don't remember him. You don't if I'm remember being to- if I'm, him. If I'm being totally honest, I don't re- Jason Krug. The name's familiar, but I don't remember. him. Oh, dude was a
1: beast with the Oh, three ducks. Uh, so pulling up his stats very quickly. He, only scored 22 career goals in seven seasons his best season was by far with the mighty ducks he had 10 goals 15 assists but i remember just how much of a beast he was in the corners with that O3 ducks team you want to talk about a hard worker jason Krog was your guy as far as i'm concerned uh, he also played with the islanders the rangers the canucks and the atlanta thrashers yeah
0: baby rest in peace r.i.p baby
1: yeah but his his only playoff appearance was with the mighty ducks that was his only playoffs he ever saw that i thought that was going to be his coming out party but it turns out that was the best he would ever get but man just great memories of that team from oh three
0: yeah no absolutely fair i mean um that (laughs) oh three ducks man no i just i don't know why i don't remember him though Oh. Was he like was he a fourth line guy? Was he an up and down fourth line guy or what? Uh he was a third fourth line guy with the Ducks, with the Mighty Ducks back then. He was only in Anaheim for 2 years. I don't I, I don't know why I'm phasing. I mean, I I remember those Ducks teams too. I'm just phasing right now.
1: Okay, so, so he played only for 2 years in Anaheim, 03 and 04. And then after the lockout happened, everything just kind of fell apart after that, but that can be said for many players.
0: Yeah, no, true. Um I've got a guy, and another Southern california s guy or connections to Southern California was a former blues legend, Ian LaPerriere. Oh, man, he was <laughs> former great. Blues, former blues and Rangers legend. No, I mean, obviously his career played out with the Kings and Avalanche mostly, but, I, I mean, I just liked him. I, it was one of those guys, I think he scored. When I went to my first Kings game, I think he scored the first goal. I think that's essentially the reason why I liked him so much is – you know my favorite hockey player of all time was Pavel Bure, and that's what really got me to become a Vancouver Canucks fan. But outside of that, I mean, I don't know. I just I really liked Ian LaPerriere and he he only scored double digit goals twice, and it was his last year with the Kings where he scored ten. He scored twenty one goals with uh, Colorado in oh five oh six. But outside of that, I mean, he wasn't a goal scorer. He wasn't a point maker. He was primarily kind of. Like a soft man enforcer in a way, but I just I really like them. I mean, I don't I know if I want to. I
1: don't know if I want to use the same words, soft and enforcer. That's such an oxymoron. Oh, I'll take him. That's an oh. oxymoron if there
0: ever was one. No, no, no. Give me twelve rounds in the ring, man. I'll go up against Ian. <laughs> oh man, I'll, I'll take him. I'll, I'll go. Ian, what if, is easy? If you're listening, forward that to Taylor Blake Ward, not myself. Let's do it, man. <laughs> Let's do it. I'm all for it. I mean, dude, he played a thousand some games in the NHL. He had a great career. Just. It wasn't, you know, not a goal-scoring-point-getting kind of guy. Just, I, I loved them. So, if um, anyone
1: out there knows how to contact Ian Perrier, please contact... I'm kidding. <laughs> or maybe I'm not. We'll see. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, all right. So, I'm looking here. We got five minutes here in the first segment. Uh, let's do one more guy each, yeah? Or uh, you want me to just do my second guy? I'll do, I'll do my guy. I'll do my guy Kay. next because
1: there's another one that I really liked. Uh, speaking of Kings, Joe Corvo...
0: Yeah, Joe
1: Corvo (laughs) was the freaking man back then with the Kings. But I mean, he was more so I mean, he was known more as being a Carolina Hurricane since that's where he had his greatest success was with the Hurricanes and same with Ottawa. But he was kind of a journeyman also played with Ottawa, the Kings, Carolina, Boston, Washington. I mean, I, I liked Corvo a lot. I liked his I liked his speed when he was coming up with the Kings. Uh, he was just one of those kind of down and dirty kind of guys that that's someone I don't want to mess with just because he was such a nasty defender at
0: times. Yeah. I'm with you on that. Um, I liked the real life Ross Ray and I just want to play this to bring it in just so we have it. Um, You know, Oh yeah. You know where we're going with this, right? Oh yeah. The only difference between Ross Ray and the guy that I really liked is a one time all star and oh oh sing it Pavarotti. Sing it, baby. <laughs> Let's drop that out. Um I had to add that. We were before we came on, we were talking about um music and Pavarotti came up. Um the real life guy that was Ross Ray, except for he has like eight inches on Ross Ray, or I don't know. Leaf Shriver's probably a pretty tall dude, right? Yeah, he he's is. gotta be a tall guy. Yeah, he's tall. I gotta pull it up. See how regardless, uh John Scott. <laughs> I mean, John Scott was my guy. Uh, I love John Scott. I mean, I loved Matt Barnaby, but obscure players. I mean, John Scott, pretty obscure despite being an all star MVP one year. Um Leif Shriver, six foot three, so only five inches. John pretty John Scott, Scott's dude. Imagine that being six foot three, and there's a guy that we're talking about that's five inches taller than you. That's ridiculous. Oh,
1: but Matt Barnaby
0: Matt Barnaby was the man too. Oh, We've talked Matt about Barnaby. him in the past. I loved Matt Barnaby. He was such a jerk, though. <laughs> yeah, I loved them. But yeah, no, John Scott. I mean, who doesn't like John Scott? Well, that's not true. There's a lot of people that don't like John Scott. <laughs> Phil Kessel doesn't like John Scott. But uh, follow John Scott on Twitter. You won't regret it. The man. So, uh, Jason, I'm looking at our clock here. We're pushing yeah. eight minutes. Uh, do you want to go to break? You want to add one more guy? I got no issue. With, I'll just, uh, I'll just a add long. a couple. I'll just add a couple
1: names just to say the names. Stu Grimson. I had on my list. He was on my list too. Yeah. He was my last cut. Yes, yes. great minds think alike. There, the
0: Grim Reaper. Yes,
1: yes. All right, who else you got? <laughs> uh, Ruslan Saleh.
0: Oh yeah, Defender yep. for the Ducks. Yep, yeah.
1: And then my name that kind of gets over- this was my overlooked player. He's a Hall of Famer, Dale
0: Howardchuck. Doesn't get enough love. That's fair. That's very fair. I there's a lot of Howardchuck jerseys out here in Southern California randomly. I know. I feel like I see one like anytime I go to a hockey game, I see a Howard Chuck Jets jersey. I really do. I have no idea why. Because those are awesome jerseys. They're awesome. Yeah, but but Howard Chuck? No, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. So all right, I love it. We are we are up against it. We are. Um, (laughs) Jason, do you want? Well, no. Let's uh, let's talk about Postmates. Um, Download the Postmates app. Use code Locked On, and for a limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners one hundred dollars of free restaurant delivery credit for first seven days. That once again, download the Postmates app. Use code Lockdown, a hundred bucks for a first week. I heard, I said on my show yesterday, I'm using that for BJ's Brewery. I'm calling them up and being like, "Dude, I got a Lockdown promo code, and uh, I'm using all hundred bucks right now. Uh, I'm going to use it on beer. I think I'm <laughs> going to use it on beer and beer. And they got uh, they got some good burgers there. What, what would you use a hundred? You get a hundred bucks at a restaurant right now. Where, where are you going?
1: I have no idea where I'm going. I'm probably going to go get some Chinese food or something. I don't know. <laughs>
0: Hundred dollars of Chinese No food. actually
1: no, you know where I'm gonna go? Fried chicken sandwiches.
0: Oh, you know what sounds good? Roscoe's Roscoe's go to Roscoe's, Roscoe's. There's one in Anaheim. We should go to Ra- There's one in Anaheim. Yeah, there, Let's go. There is. Let's go. There's one I like I, I like the I like going to the Inglewood one. <laughs> I really do. Inglewood, baby? <laughs> ho, ho, Snoop Dogg. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> I think it's time for us to head to a break. Uh that's the end of the first intermission. We'll see you in the second intermission where we'll talk a little bit about baseball. Yeah, stay locked in.
1: Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim crossover brought to you by rockauto.com. I'm Jason JD Hernandez, joined by Taylor Blake Ward. How's it going?
0: Rock Auto, baby. I love Rock Auto. Oh, All the yeah. parts your car will ever need, Rock Auto. Yeah. Go to rockauto.com. <laughs> they're, they're great. They really are great. Yeah, I, I love we'll, RockAuto. Yeah, um, we'll talk so. more about them later. Sounds good.
1: Yeah. So we talked about obscure and great hockey players last segment. Since this is a crossover episode, we're going to talk more about the obscure baseball players and one that I think should be in the Hall of Fame. Uh, because, you know, I did grow up as a big baseball fan. Grew up near the ravine. Grew up going to Angel Stadium quite a bit. Uh, ended up sneaking back into Angel Stadium one time.
0: We've had that story on Lockdown Angels before.
1: Yeah, the time where I snuck back in because my family... I was
0: going to say because your mom, right?
1: (laughs) No, no, not my mom. My aunt. got
0: it, aunt Lauda,
1: who I am going to call out because because of her, she made me leave the 4th of July game early and I will never forget
0: it. (laughs) Hey, Jason, uh, this is a pretty special episode for you, isn't it?
1: Yeah, this definitely is because... This episode for Locked on Anaheim Ducks is my 150th episode. I've made it to 150.
0: Yeah. Woo! Yeah. Oh, Do you like how I set that up? Very much so. Thank you for that. You're celebrating the good times. Come yeah. on.
1: Made it yeah. to 150. So I'm very happy for that. And thanks for that, by the way. I appreciate Who it. Who would
0: have ever figured we'd have Cool and the Gang and Pavarotti in the same show? You see, this is how awesome we are. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm realizing we're on the clock here and we have to do we have a little bit of time restraints. Um so this baseball player that you our plan for this was we we're going to talk about obscure players and uh, realizing our time frames here uh we're going to do one guy that we feel should get more Hall of Fame recognition and one yep. guy that's totally obscure but we love them for whatever reason it was. Um Jason, I got my guy, but I want to hear your guy first. And I'm going to ask you a few obscure baseball guys after that.
1: Well, I'm going to go with my guy that I think should be in the Hall of Fame first. And this is kind of an old-time player, played mostly in the 80s. He played with the Atlanta Braves most of his career, Dale Murphy. Dale Murphy does not (laughs) get enough love by far. He should be a Hall of Famer. He had a lifetime batting average of only .265, but in his prime, he was one of the, if not the best hitters in the game. He was a two time MVP for crying out loud. He had five gold gloves. He had four silver slugger awards. I mean, you talk about just a classy guy too. He was one of the class acts of the Atlanta Braves back in the eighties. And he was playing in what they called America's team back in the Turner days when T B S played Atlanta Braves games. Back, yes. Back in the day. I had a
0: great talk with Maria Torres about that. Yeah. And she was. we were talking about when, when I was a kid, I'd watch Home Improvement, and either the Braves would be on before Home Improvement or after Home Improvement.
1: Yep. Those yes. were the days.
0: Yeah, Dale Murphy was a good ball player, man. I don't know about Hall of Fame. I don't know if I agree with you on that, but I think more recognition for it, I'm okay with.
1: More, rec- He should get more recognition for that, for sure.
0: So should I go to mine? Because I, I had two. Yeah. When, when I mentioned my first one, I think it threw you off because – uh, one note that we had to make was it couldn't be a uh, Angels or Dodgers player. No one from primary uh, – well, we're going to have some Southern California people, I guess, because I had Kevin Brown. I loved Kevin Brown. Very good pitcher. Yeah, absolutely. Wicked changeup. But the guy that I'm going to bring up is uh, Greg Nettles. And the reason – so the reason why it is obviously the analytics share to this. He was only a two hundred forty eight hitter with a one eleven way to run squared a plus over squared So it's not like he was – you know, But he, he had 390 home runs. I mean, it's, that's not a bad number. He was a very good offensive player. I feel like it's, it's ignored. But in my household growing up, there was an argument from my father, my mother, and myself about who the greatest defender in baseball history was. Ozzie Smith was not mentioned on that list. Well, it, was really? between, it was between Brooks Robinson for obvious reasons. Brooks was great. And Greg Nettles, and my dad to this day will tell you that Greg Nettles is the greatest defender in baseball history. So, I, so, so for me, I look at, I, I, I get the analytics, I get to look at this. I never saw Greg Nettles play. I mean, he was he retired a couple of years before I was born. Even he retired in eighty eight. And I was born in 91, so it's not like I ever got to see him. But I, my I, dad, to this day, says he's the greatest He's the greatest Yankee of all time and the greatest defender in baseball history. I know your dad. I'll need to have a talk with him soon
1: about that one.
0: <laughs> He'll fight you, man. He'll
1: fight I you. I know he, he will.
0: He loves Greg Nettles. And I, I did mention obscure players. John Ward. My dad's name is John Ward. Yeah. And he's. I think John Ward is the player with the lowest war in the Hall of Fame. Not my dad. My dad is not. Yeah. My dad is not in the hall of fame.
1: Yeah, neither. Neither oh. is Taylor Ward. You know, is he the best Ward out there? Because Dwayne Ward was a pretty great player back in the day too.
0: No, Taylor Ward's <laughs> the best player in baseball, man. Oh. Greatest of
1: all time, Taylor Ward. Taylor Ward. Yes. Of all time. Yes. All right. All right. We'll, we'll go with fight,
0: that. Fight me. <laughs> all right. So, um, who's your obscure player? Who's your obscure, okay. totally off the cusp obscure player that you liked?
1: So he's grown in obscurity as the years went on. He wasn't as obscure back then, but I was a big Rod Beck guy back in the day. Ah, okay. Rod Rod, freaking Beck, even though he was a San Francisco giant for a long time. I remember him personally most as a member of the Cubs and as a San Diego Padre back then.
0: That's funny because my guy's a Padre too. Actually, I mean, Kevin Brown. I mean, you know, no, my guy's a Padre too. So go ahead. I mean, keep, tell me, tell me about Rod Beck, man. Tell me about this guy. First off,
1: Rod Beck had one of the most wicked mustaches ever, and it was glorious in person. I saw this guy pitch several times at the Ravine and even going down to Qualcomm or, sorry, the Murph or what was it that you called it before? The Jack.
0: It's the freaking Jack, bro.
1: (sighs) Okay, listeners, <laughs> in San Diego, did you call it the Jack or did you call it the Murph? Please let us know what you called it back then. I called it the Murph. and he- You and I are
0: good. You know what? Screw Ian Here, <laughs> You and me, 12 rounds, bro. Oh, man. You and me, 12 rounds in the ring. Let's do it. 12 rounds. I- I'm not going to last. <laughs> it's okay. Hey, Go, uh, hey, we
1: played hockey. You were more of the enforcer. I was more of the winger passer kind of guy.
0: I was a playmaker, buddy. I was a playmaker. Hey, you
1: know what? I, pa- <laughs> I pass it to you, though. I pass it to you a lot. You finished.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. Um, you done with Rod Beck? You want to keep going?
1: Oh, no. I'll keep going on Rod Beck just for a few more seconds. Um, so for a couple of years, though, he had one of the nastiest sliders out there and was pretty unstoppable as far as closing out games. Uh, when he was with the Cubs in that kind of 98 run, dude was lights out. He was a very feared closer back in the day. Okay, now I'm done. Okay,
0: my guy is a Padre too. All right. Um, He was supposed to be like the next uh, Derek Jeter, and I just – I loved him. <laughs> I think I – you know, it was that long hair phase. It was that weird deal. Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> it, you can imagine who I'm talking about, yeah. right? Khalil Green. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I loved Khalil Green. I don't know why I loved Khalil Green. Oh. He, I mean, overly aggressive approach, never panned out. Shortstop was – decent he was a decent uh shortstop but he had that one year he had like 27 home runs for the Padres I don't it was like mid 2000s um I don't I cannot tell you for any reason why I like Khalil Green and I loved him I loved him I and mean, he was like a remember on MySpace he had to do like the HTML yep. backdrop kind of thing yep Khalil Green was my MySpace background no when kidding. I was in, like, middle school. Yeah, no, <laughs> straight up. I, 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 I mean, honest to God, dude, I have no idea why I loved Khalil Green. He was he was my favorite player, and he was never, like, he wasn't bad. He just wasn't no, good. He was, like
1: he was a good
0: player for a couple of years. I loved Khalil Green. Yeah, but it's just, like, he was, <laughs> he was vanilla. He was kind of boring. I mean, he just wasn't the guy that he was supposed to become in the long run. I don't know what it was, but... Loves Khalil Green. Um, You know, I actually have a Khalil
1: Green story, but we'll save that for another day.
0: Yes. Um, So, Frank Tanana was the other guy I want to mention. But I've got two really quick things for you, Jason. Yeah. How long do you think Kerry Wood pitched in the majors? Uh, I want to say 15 years. Wow. Okay. So, I asked a few people this, and they were like, didn't Kerry Wood only pitch like five, six years? He pitched 14 years in the majors. Boom. And yeah, see, I'm I actually stunned. do
1: know my baseball trivia.
0: <laughs> okay, here's another one for you, real quick. Randy Wolf, what was his ERA plus? What oh, was ERA plus? Probably not. take a wild guess. Take a wild guess of Randy Wolf's ERA plus. Sixteen years, two thousand three hundred some innings.
1: Probably not what was his that ERA good. Plus? Probably not that good. You don't think so? No. Wait his 90- his cumulative ERA plus. Yes. Probably. 105.
0: Oh, wow. You're overdoing it. 99. 99. I wasn't is, that far off. He was exactly a league average pitcher for 16 years. <laughs> I love Randy Wolf. See, I, was I wasn't that far
1: That's off. He's another
0: former Padre guy. Another Padre, another Dodger. Randy Wolf pitched for everybody, too. He yeah, pitched he for did. eight, nine teams. Mm-hmm. Angels were like one of the only teams he never pitched for. <laughs> but he's from uh, he's, he's from L.A. Yeah, he's he? from SoCal. he's from LA region but uh, I think we're going on a break I'm looking at my timer here we gotta move on to a break and I'm getting
1: thirsty I mean I'm getting really thirsty here go ahead man uh, take it away on Built Bar yeah well I'm actually drinking some Built Boost right now and if you go on BuiltBar.com they have a 50% off sale on pretty much everything they're closing out their current inventory on several flavors of Built Bar including vanilla cream I like orange cream personally and double chocolate mousse but right now I'm having their Built Boost, and I'm having their Pineapple Strawberry, which is excellent, might I add. And sometimes you need that boost whether you're running a marathon or, in my case, climbing mountains. <laughs> oh, that was a fun time. So if you want to check out BuiltBar.com, they have 50% inventory on everything. And all of their proceeds for their remaining inventory are going towards some great causes. So, once again, that's 50% off of everything currently at BuiltBar.com. Bar, Bar, the best-tasting protein bar in the land. That tastes like a candy bar.
0: Yeah. Speaking of climbing mountains, didn't you and I figure out that we climbed, like, combined, the two of us combined for, like, 3,000 vertical feet last weekend? Yeah,
1: so you climbed in your neck of the woods. You climbed, I think I remember, uh, Lake Arrowhead. It was the Pinnacles.
0: Yeah, the Pinnacles. And I think that's a... 1200 something like that 1200 vertical
1: feet so i ended up doing 2100 vertical feet because i hiked from manker flats all the way to the san antonio ski hut
0: man so we we did 3500 vertical feet and all with built bar baby yeah no yeah.
1: <laughs> I, I i legit had a built bar at the ski hut that what was the mileage what's the mileage cuz mine was 4.5 mine ended up being about 6. Eight round trip no you know I'm, I'm gonna be a jackass here mine was about 6.9 round trip
0: Ooh, oh it's Say a big it. tough guy oh big and strong jason See you know 6.9 six oh <laughs> ha nice thank yeah, you yeah funny thank um, <laughs> he- he. um by the way all of that compliments a built bar <laughs> yeah Let's head to a break. We'll see in the third third intermission or second intermission. We'll see in the third period. This is the second intermission. We'll see in the third. We'll see you in the third period. We can host, right?
1: No, we're we're leaving this in, baby. Stay off to the sponsors. Stay locked
0: in. Welcome to this third period, or I guess seventh inning stretch of this crossover edition of Lockdown Angels and Lockdown Anaheim Ducks with Taylor Blake Wart and Jason J.D. Hernandez. Yo. End of uh, the second segment there got a little interesting. Um, yeah, real a little quick, little bit. Just, re- <laughs> just a reminder, today's show is brought to you by rockauto.com. All the parts your car will ever need, rockauto. I really like those guys. I really actually honestly like rockauto. I love having them on as a sponsor. And uh Check them out. Go to rockauto.com. They've got all the car parts your all the parts your car will ever need. What kinds of? Car? That's the honest to god truth. Uh, how about a '66 Ford GT?
1: Ooh, I like those. But for me personally, I gotta go '64 Chevy Impala. Chevy sucks. That's all no, about Ford, no, no, babe. no, 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 a, no, no. It's
0: about no. Ford. No, no. Chevy's both awesome. of us. The difference here is both of us drive Toyotas. <laughs> that's the irony, right? Yeah. No, right. I used so. to drive a Chevy though. But the thing is, you drive a Prius and I uh, drive a Camry.
1: Okay, so I drive the Prius for gas mileage, and I have saved a lot of money on gas mileage, so I'm happy about that. I drive a Camry. There's nothing wrong with. Are you kidding me? I mean, I mean, Camrys are great. They don't. I mean, win.
0: yeah, I have the truck too, but they I mean, don't we have the. They t- don't win we have every. The
1: they don't win every NASCAR race, but they do pretty well.
0: <laughs> we do. Well, we have the Tundra too. I mean, what do you? What would you say? What would you say? You and me. You're a little more steady, I'm a little more rock and roll. Oh, for sure. Definitely. I'm a little more ro- you're a little more steady, I'm a little more Rolling Stone. Yes. <laughs> oh, very man. much so. So what is that website once again? Well, wow, rockauto.com.
1: Yeah, rock auto, rockauto.com. <laughs> a, I'm all
0: phased into this, dude. I'm all phased in. Check this out. I'm all little don't know where I am. <laughs> I'm a burning man. A little bit. I think the problem is I never knew how to record through Skype, and now that Jason and I have figured out how to do it, it's, I'm, I'm to- toying around with my phone, toying around with all kinds of stupid stuff, so I've got this going on. Jason, here in the third oh, we, period. We, we forgot
1: to mention, sorry, back to our sponsor because we have to say this. On the how did you hear about us, make sure you put locked on, so tell them that we sent you. Okay, we're done with that. Third period, yeah.
0: uh, seventh inning stretch, whatever you want to call it. We're going to talk about where some of these teams should be playing. And I just realized I didn't set our timer. So let me set our timer. We got about, what, five, six minutes here?
1: Uh, who cares at this point? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right.
0: No so um, I, I want to give a shout out to a, yes, loyal, to a loyal listener who
1: listens pretty much every day now. And I thank you for that. So on the Wednesday episode, I talked about... The NHL possibly having a hub city in Canada and talking about the fact that one of the hub cities was reported to be Las Vegas. Well, fellow listener, or sorry, loyal listener, Tambi, at S underscore Tambo, who pointed out that they should both be in Canada. They should, because that's where there's a lot less, I guess, cases going around. And something that Sean Woodley, I'm going to give Sean a shout out here, he pointed out on his Twitter That there's the same amount of cases or sorry, the same amount of tests being done in Florida and in Ontario. Same amount of tests. Ontario has ten times less cases of COVID nineteen. So, Tambi, I agree with you. I think both hub cities hub cities should absolutely be in Canada. I think it should be Edmonton and Toronto.
0: That's really interesting, Jason. And um shout out to Sean, Showtime Sean. He's a big Shohei Ohtani fan. And um so I call him Showtime Sean. And that's me digressing, saying hi to Sean. <laughs> so hi Sean, hopefully you're listening in. This this um, is our
1: this is our shout out to everyone who listens.
0: Yes, shout out to uh everybody. Hi yeah. everybody. Um yeah, I don't know the numbers. I just don't know the numbers. They're not in front of me, so I don't know exacts, but I mean Clearwater, Florida this morning um, for baseball, on the baseball side of things, eight members of the Philadelphia Phillies organization uh, tested positive for COVID. Now, they it seemed they were all asymptomatic uh, just based on the information I believe was given. It, I'm, i am I got to pull up the statement here from the organization, but to my knowledge, they were all asymptomatic uh, but did test positive, and they have a big testing. Uh, they've got a lot of testing going on with the Phillies there, but Clearwater, Florida, I mean, that's a hub in Florida, so to have things going on in Florida right now would be i don't know you know could baseball be playing in Florida could hockey be playing in Florida i just hockey uh, is not
1: going to play in Florida because i got some news for you so first off here's a little bit of stats uh tests in one week florida 185000 ontario 170000 new cases in the last week florida 15000 ontario 1370 So, like I said, about 10 times less. And speaking of Florida, uh, just some breaking news. There is positive cases in the National Hockey League because one NHL club had to temporarily close its training facilities during Phase 2. Can you guess what team that is?
0: Did they announce it? They did. I know that when we started recording, there was not an announcement. So, do I have to take a wild guess at who it is? Yeah, take a wild guess. Uh, Ottawa Senators or Colorado Avalon? Nope. Oh! Nope. No, um, no, because those were the two teams that got hit pretty hard like two months ago, right? Nope.
1: Think about what we just talked about.
0: Oh, was it uh, the Lightning or the It Banthers? is the Lightning. <laughs> oh, no. the, the Lightning. Oh, no. The Lightning
1: had several players test positive all around their facility in Florida where it is breaking out big time. Gee, I wonder why. Well, you know how
0: <laughs> Clearwater, Florida, and Tampa, Florida are like... They're probably like thirty miles apart. They're not that even. far apart. I've... It's, it's like an hour drive, yeah. or less. It's less than, okay, it's actually, less here, than gonna, an hour drive. I'm literally going to pull this up. All right, as I'm googling this, you talk, but let me. Let me well, clear I can talk. Water I can talk to, because to Tampa, I've
1: been yeah. to both cities. Uh, one of my buddies lives in the Tampa area and took me to Amalie Arena. Took me around all the spots. All of those stadiums are fairly close to each other. Uh, Tampa, of course, being hit hard, and I have to think about where they're going to play hockey. They're not going to want to play in Florida. They're not going to play in New York or L.A. I know Vegas was talked about as a hub city. I agree with my listener. I think it should be Vancouver, Edmonton, Toronto, two of those three cities. Just leave it at that. Make those the hub cities. Why do you have to play in Florida? Why do you have to play in Nevada? Why do you have to play in places where this is all of a sudden breaking
0: out like nothing? Google took me like five seconds, man. Oh, okay. (laughs) Um, It's a 22.9-mile drive, which apparently is 39 minutes at this current time. Because everybody is running from those cities. That's why. Oh, man. Um, You know, but, like, if there's not going to be fans. Because if there's fans, things change. You have to have the home fan base. and that's. But I don't think we're going to do that until we get a vaccine. I mean, you know, NASCAR is opening up to – a limited amount of fans to certain people at uh, certain tracks. But, you know, Talladega Motor Speedway, where they're going to run this weekend, is allowing 5,000 fans to come in. That's they fit, 100, be- fit 150,000 people into this, that racetrack. That's going to be quite a show. And I yeah, don't but, I mean, mean that in a good way. <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, you and I view the coronavirus in different ways because... I'm leery of it and I protect myself. I wear my mask. I do things like that. But, you know, if we have a bunch of athletes that do not test positive and they go out and play a sport and, you know, I'm obviously worried about one player testing positive in any sport. And that would be a shutdown for me. That's how I feel. I feel like you are where I am, but you're preemptive to playing. If that makes sense. Is that is that fair? I'm a little more
1: preemptive to playing if they do it right and if they avoid areas where they're susceptible to getting the coronavirus, which is why I'm bringing up the whole Canada thing. Because if there's a country that could host NHL, it would be Canada.
0: And for baseball, there's only one massive stadium in, in Canada. And it's like, how many ballparks can you fit? Because, you know, they have that ballpark in Vancouver that's a professional-level ballpark uh, for the... Northwest League rookie ball affiliate, yes. uh, Vancouver Canadians, I believe, yep, is the team. But that's the one. outside of outside of that, you got two baseball fields up there. It's like for baseball. I mean, I I say this as a joke because I live in like Arrowhead, California, and we only have about ten thousand people that live here. So, and I don't think we have any cases honestly right now. I think we've eliminated all the cases on the mountain. So why wouldn't we play baseball up here? In a and I'm using that as an example because we only have ten thousand people here. It's a very safe location. If you're not gonna have fans in any of the stadiums, put it in an isolated area, put it in the middle of, you know, put it in Boise, Idaho. I mean, yeah, Boise's got a big population, but put it in like Rexburg, Idaho instead, where there's 50,000 I'll go
1: percent. even further than that. You could play, they have stadiums in Victoria. You know, Yeah,
0: they, they, well, Victoria's a pretty big, Victoria's a pretty big location.
1: That's true, but they're still not getting as many positive
0: cases out there. Well, what about like uh, like Kelowna or Kamloops or Lethbridge, ooh, or Red, or Red Deer? I would love to see sports played in Lethbridge
1: and Red Deer. I think that'd be. By amazing. the way,
0: I'm I'm showing my British Columbia and Alberta knowledge right now. <laughs> no kidding, <laughs> I lived in Alberta for a few years there, but um, you know, it's like for base. See, for hockey, I feel like it would be great. I feel like it would be very smart to throw them into Lethbridge or uh, Hamilton or. You know, wherever, you know, there's a lot of places that you could even centrally locate teams like uh, you could put the East Coast teams up in Newfoundland. Right. You could put them in St. John's. I mean, that, eh, the travel is a little tough. The travel is going to be tough
1: to Newfoundland because That's of little, everything yeah, going on.
0: that may have been extreme. But I mean, you could put you could put a team in Hamilton, which is why right?
1: which is why I stated the whole Toronto Edmonton thing, because if you're in the Toronto area, you have Toronto there. You have Hamilton. You even have a rink at uh, Newmarket. They used to have an AHL team. That's where my buddy Ryan lives. So shout out to Ryan as well, who listens once in a while. But there's plenty of rinks in that Toronto area all around where they could just have multiple teams play. That's perfect.
0: And and you could have the West Coast teams play Lethbridge, Red Deer.
1: Edmonton. Places obviously. like that. Yeah, obviously.
0: Yeah, Ed- Edmonton, Calgary, you know, nothing wrong. You know, But just like if you want to put it in a denser populated area, put it in Kamloops, put it in Kelowna, put it in... um Kootenay, you know, absolutely. Like, there's a lot less people in Kootenay and than there is in Edmonton or Vancouver. I mean, Vancouver is a pretty big spot. I mean, there's a lot of people in Vancouver, Victoria area. But even if you moved it to like Abbotsford, and these are these places have NHL ready arenas or NHL ready ice. Former home of the Heat, by the way. Yes, So absolutely. there's your Abbotsford so, Heat shout out. One thing I, I want to say here is, uh, and I'm not gonna totally br- uh, break you here, but Let's talk about something positive, man. Yeah. Let's talk about something positive. So, I don't know. What do you got? (laughs) I got got nothing. Baseball's screwing me over, man. I don't know. I got nothing when it comes to baseball. You you know what? I'll
1: I'll end on a positive note since we're running against time, but I'll end by saying that next Friday is the draft lottery for hockey. Yeah. Woo!
0: Yes. Can you imagine baseball having a draft lottery? It would fall apart. (laughs) (laughs) It would suck. By the way, I'll give you you one
1: more city. Shout out to Medicine Hat, Alberta.
0: Yes. Yes. Brandon, Manitoba. Ooh. Now we're going. Because these are places that have team or places that have uh, ready arenas. Yeah, Medicine Hat, um, Moose Jaw. Moose Jaw. Moose Jaw. Saskatchewan. (laughs) Yes. Well, screw it. Put them in uh, Spokane. Why not? Well, no, Washington. Well, Washington. Uh, uh... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's let's not go there. Uh, shout out to D.C. Lundberg on that yep. one. Uh, no, We're... not not not. But,
1: but we'll no. we'll end on a good note. Next Friday is going to be the NHL draft lottery. We're six teams, not seven. Six teams are vying for three spots because one of those teams has two picks because the San Jose Sharks like to screw people over, as always. Anyway, wow. wow. <laughs>
0: Two two Southern California teams, right? The Kings and the Ducks are both in that top, or, <laughs> top six. <laughs> bottom six?
1: You know, if the Kings didn't go on that seven-game winning streak, they would have a legitimate shot at getting that number one pick. But no, they had to go on that
0: seven-game winning streak. You know there's a term that we use for that. You know what it is? What is the term? Whatevs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's where we need to uh, – Put a dash on the show. So uh, I, do you want to close out? Do you want me to close out? How do you want to do it?
1: We're we're in I, we're Kamloopy. We right it, we're Cam
0: right now. We should, that was so <laughs> dumb. That was horrible. Um, we should have our listeners do a live vote right now. That'd be really cool. To, it'd be so cool if we could do a live vote. Um, all right, I will uh, begin closing out. So for the Lockdown Angels listeners, we are available on Twitter at Lockdown Angels. You can follow me personally at Taylor Blake Ward. You can also download today's show or any of the episodes on Lockdown Podcast Network. And this goes for Lockdown Anaheim Ducks as well uh, via Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, whatever podcasting outlet you're using to listen to today's show. And uh, yeah, they when you're done with – yeah. Well, whoa, hey. Sorry. Stepping on my toes here, bro. What's up with that? I'm closing out. <laughs> like I said, man, a little steady, a little rock and roll, right? Oh, yeah. 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 Um, and uh, when you're done listening to today's show, tell your smart device, say, hey, Alexa, hey, Google, hey, Siri, whatever it is, play Locked MLB. You'll be joined by my good friend, Sully.
1: And I have to do my closeout. So you can follow me at LO underscore Ducks. You can follow me at SimpyJD and tell your smart device to play Locked on NHL, which is hosted by Justin Morissette once in a while. Sarah Avampado is a host. So be sure to check out Locked on NHL. Justin's doing Locked on NHL?
0: Once in a while, Yeah. Oh man, that's kind of cool. I mean, nothing against Sarah; Sarah's great, but Justin's. I like Justin, man. He does the Canucks. <laughs> yeah, he does. Yeah, that's you can imagine why I know about Justin, right? <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's going to be a closing wrap on things. Uh, you know, if uh, this could be a close for the weekend for me, Jason is this closing show for the weekend for you. I'm going away for the weekend. <laughs> yep, I'm going away for the weekend. Going to have some adult beverages. You, Jason, you have an adult beverage? What do you or two what do you, or four, what do you think? I, or, <laughs> of course, I am or. or or two or three or five. <laughs> um, ra- insert so random a random number here. Yeah, if you're having adult beverages, just make sure you don't be, get behind the wheel of a car. Saying that weekly now. And uh, if you're like Trey AC out in uh, Salt Lake, Utah, and they're not of age, make sure you have a lemonade for me. I appreciate a lemonade. So for Locked On Angels, I'm Taylor Blake Ward reminding you to dot your I's, cross your T's, and stay nasty, Anaheim. And for Locked On
1: Anaheim Ducks, I'm Jason Hernandez saying have a good weekend and ducks fly together.